Raw Truth, Stories of Female Infidelity may contain explicit and questionable content. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual podcaster Rebecca Adams and are not based on the advice of a licensed therapist, psychologist, or psychiatrist. Listener discretion is strongly advised. Human lives follow many paths, presenting twists and turns and choices never planned, never expected. Temptation, anger, depression, and loneliness all can lead a person to a mistake they can't take back. Facing judgment and isolation, a person can feel very alone. These are the voices of women who have chosen to cheat on their spouses or partners. Hear their stories. This is Raw Truth, Stories of Female Infidelity. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Midweek Ponder on Raw Truth, Stories of Female Infidelity. And today we're going to talk about being the other guy or being the other girl in a relationship. I know that originally I was going to reserve these types of stories for my Patreon, but I have received so many other types of stories for Patreon, what I wanted to focus on originally, which is the men's side of female infidelity, how they were affected and what they went through when they found out that their wives or girlfriends or partners were cheating on them, as well as men themselves who want to step up and talk about their own infidelity. So those are the kinds of stories. And so what I did was decided to roll it over onto uh, midweek ponder, just because, you know, these episodes are meant for pondering taboo things. I don't know if you consider being the other person taboo, but it still is usually a conflict of relationships as far as um, being involved with somebody who's in a relationship with somebody else. I just wanted to talk about uh, some feedback that I had received, and I did put information out on my social media account, of course, blah, blah, blah. But it was basically me stating that I have been receiving, well, just in this last week, I've received a couple of feedbacks that were negative, which is okay, because you know, I cannot please everybody. This podcast is not meant to please everybody in the world. I don't expect to attract, you know, everybody. I created this podcast as a form of um, support for women who have cheated on their spouses or partners who had who don't have anybody to talk to about it, regardless if it's right or wrong. Sometimes people need to have a shoulder to cry on. Somebody needs to talk with somebody, get it out to be able to process it. Sometimes saying things out loud or writing them down is a good way for people to be able to deal with that. And so with my own past and my own faults, I had wished I had had somebody and I didn't. So fast forward all these years and here I am. So a couple of the feedbacks that I received this week that just, just, it makes it just challenging at times is that my podcast is portraying men to be the assholes and that they deserve to be cheated on. And having this podcast is only an excuse for women to play victim and cheat on their spouses. And perhaps the people that said this 
I've been getting this message from somebody through my website um, who refuses to open up as to why they are so upset about my podcast, but they like to um, kind of poke at me a little bit. And one minute they seem like they're being kind of nice, and the next minute they're not. And I did try to get this person to open up as to what happened in their past that would cause them to have so much anger about this podcast and have these preconceived notions that uh, it's just a way for them to break their wedding vows and play victim and, oh, woe is me. I'm cheating because my husband is this or that. You know what? We don't live these lives. Who are we to judge? What is happening in that person's life? And the truth is, when I go back through these episodes, yeah, there are some where women have been abused and they leave or they cheat for whatever reason. But there's usually more to it. It's not like, oh, I'm going to play victim so I can go fuck somebody. No. These women went into these relationships, and I can't say all of them because some women are being very open and saying they don't feel bad about it. They're doing what they're doing, and that's their choice. But the majority of these women feel like absolute shit for what they've done. But at the same time, they feel stuck because they have feelings, they have needs, they have emotions that are not being met. And so what they have done is not intentionally gone out. And again, I say the majority, not all of them, but intentionally gone out to just find somebody. It's a lot of times an old friend who just happened to be there for him and things just kind of developed. Um, it could be somebody they met on social media, a coworker. We don't know where these things are coming from. And so for somebody to accuse these women of coming up with bullshit excuses to go have sex with somebody or cheat on their husband, I think is wrong. And I always try to be as fair and neutral as possible. But damn it, this podcast, I know is controversial. And if you don't like it, then fucking unsubscribe. I do not care because my goal is to help these women that need it, to be able to be a source of support for these women that need it. I know it's a free country and everybody has to voice their own opinion. I get it. But I don't like it when people go into other people's minds so they think who they've never met and think that they can diagnose them that they know exactly what they were doing and that they're manipulative bitches from the beginning. Because if you feel that way, I'm sorry. And I'm sorry that your significant other cheated on you because my guess is something really bad happened to you. You're hurting. And this is a great way for you to vent, to direct your anger, whatever. So again, if you're listening and you don't like it, it's okay. Like I said, just unsubscribe. No one is forcing you to listen. And so with that said, I just want to tell you, I am not going anywhere. I'm going to continue with this podcast and it's going to grow and it's going to help more and more and more women and men when it comes to infidelity. No, it's not the typical podcast where it's 
all about the woman or all about the man that was cheated on. No, the point of this main part of the podcast is to focus on why a person stepped out of their relationship. Let them talk about it because whether you want to believe it or not, it is hard for them to want to admit what they've done because of shame, because of guilt, and because of what society puts on women for stepping out of their relationships. They become whores, sluts, you name it. Like I've said before, you don't see the scarlet letter, even though it may not be a true story. It's got to come from some source where it comes to women being unfaithful. It's okay for men to fuck anything they want and be like, oh, well, he's just a guy. You know, they just spread their seed everywhere. It goes back to the caveman days. No, that's bullshit. Okay, women have needs. Men have needs. Women make mistakes. Men make mistakes. They are equal. Women are no worse than any man that decides to cheat. Hopefully everybody's hearing this after they've had their coffee. Yeah. So on a happier note, I finished up my sixth audio book that I narrated. I've worked with two authors. My fourth one uh, with the one author that I've sampled on here before is complete. And we're just waiting for quality assurance on three of his books and then the other two that I did as well. It just takes forever and a day. Um, and so I am going to take the rest of the summer off from reading books because it is what end of July, my birthday's coming up next month, I don't want to feel you know, that stress of I've got to get this and this and this and this done podcast is enough for me right now. My job is enough for me right now. And we have our lavender coming in and I've got to get it um, harvested for sachets. I make soaps out of the honey that uh, we have from our hives with our bees. And we've got to spin out last year's honey. And, you know, I want to do some crafty things and just enjoy the rest of the summer. And uh, hopefully this fall when the days are shorter and I don't feel like I'm like neglecting my outside yard and, and other things, then I'll get back into doing it through the holidays. And I'm looking forward to that. So that is that. And then also, and I'll be putting out a promo soon, August 8th. August 8th will be my interview with um, a gentleman named Paul Keebler. I hope I said that right. I believe. No, Keeble. Sorry. Sorry, Paul. Paul Keeble. I just knew it was close to the elves' names. So no, Paul Keeble. He is the chief strategy officer with Ashley Madison. Yes, the website, the one that encourages infidelity. And, you know, again, I was really on the fence whether or not I wanted to put this on my podcast because if I made it clear, I don't condone cheating. I don't say, hey, go out and find somebody. Go do this. Go do that. No, all I do is talk about it, that this happens. It happens whether we want to or not. And so I had many questions for this gentleman and he answered all of them. And I'm really excited to share it with everybody because it just, you know, people are curious. Hey, what is this about? I want to know what this is about. And now you guys will get to learn. Infidelity. Both women and men alike have found themselves in situations where they have become unfaithful to their spouse or partner. 
On the podcast, Raw Truth, Stories of Female Infidelity, you hear stories from women who have been unfaithful, but want to share their stories to help others in similar situations or to help other people understand why sometimes infidelity happens. But there is still so much more. How does a man cope when he finds out that his wife, girlfriend, or partner has cheated? What are the reasons why a man chooses to cheat? Are they similar to why a woman does? Or maybe you are the other man or the other woman in a relationship. I asked her later why she didn't tell me she liked the kind of sex she had with him. She said it was novel for the first couple times, but she swore she didn't like what he was doing. I'm not sure I believed it. Why keep going back? I'm sure in hindsight she feels that way now, but I never got over the nagging doubt that she enjoyed the sex with him more than me. I also never got over the feeling that she looked back at what they did and with good memories. He was bigger than me, in better shape, younger, and the sex was new. I never got over that. Again, she swears she looks at it with disgust, but who knows, why would she ever admit it? To hear the rest of this story and other stories like this, please visit the website rawtruthstoriesoffemaleinfidelity.com and click on the Patreon link. For a $3 a month pledge, you will get access to these additional episodes as well as early access to regularly released episodes. If you have a story that you would like to be considered for a future podcast, please email rebecca.rawtruth at gmail.com. All submissions will always be anonymous. And always remember, no judgment. Okay, so I'm going to read an article here, and I thought it was interesting. Um, It's on the website mentalhelp.net, and... It kind of goes along with, I guess, what I went off on earlier, but opposite. This is called Men, Their Needs, and What It Has to Do with Affairs. So this article, it says it's a blog about mental and emotional health by Dana Vince, M-A-L-P-C-M-H-S-P, which of course I have no idea what everything is except for um maybe nothing i don't know a medical assistant a licensed uh, i have no idea <laughs> but this person knows their stuff um and again i'll have the link on my episode notes um, that also has dana vince's website so this is what they wrote I'd like to preface this article by stating that this article is intended to focus on the needs and roles of men in marriage. Women have important needs in marriage, but that is not the focus of this article. So, as I'm saying, it kind of goes along with what we're doing on the complete opposite side, but I think it's important that we talk about this. Laura Schlesinger wrote a controversial book called The Care and Feeding of Husbands. Well, she tends to be a controversial figure in this field because of her bold views, and I won't debate them here. But why this book was so controversial is because it was offensive to feminist women who don't want to cater to their husbands. And then in parentheses, they wrote, I'm sure I may get some of those responses here as well. 
Men's needs in marriage differ from women's needs. We are often attuned to what women need in our culture today, and men have had to work hard to better understand the needs of women. But how much do women understand what men truly need? In a culture where women have worked so hard to achieve equality, a work still in progress, but we've come a long way, and women have more power of choice in their lives and don't depend on men for financial survival. What is happening to men in marriage? Willard Harvey, in this book, His Needs, Her Needs, states the five top needs of men in marriage. Those five needs are admiration, physical attractiveness, recreational companionship, sexual fulfillment, and domestic support. The need that is often most neglected that I want to focus on here is the need for admiration. Women in our culture have become independent and self-sufficient. This is a wonderful thing, but men are suffering in many marriages because of it. Many have lost their place in their marriage. Men want to feel useful, purposeful, and admired for their use and purpose. When women are too independent and they don't need their partner for anything, men can become lost in where their place is. I see problems occur when women become critical toward their partner because he is not fulfilling emotional needs or needs for help around the home. Men put forth effort and it isn't recognized or it is criticized as not being good enough. Affairs occur for different reasons, and I am only touching on one of them here. When a lot of couples come to me for help after an affair, I see this pattern occurring. The husband is not feeling admired in the relationship, and he becomes vulnerable when a woman at work or a female friend shows that admiration. Men bear responsibility here as well. They have a choice, and certainly an affair doesn't have to be one of them. But in examining what makes marriage successful, we have to be aware of and acknowledge the need of both partners. Many women who come into my counseling office don't take men's needs for sex seriously. They dismiss it as him caring only about one thing or having a one-tracked mind. For many men, it is through sex that they feel emotionally connected, admired, and desired. Typically, women are the opposite. They need to feel emotionally connected, usually through thoughtful acts in conversation, before they want to or inspired to engage in sex. So, if a woman is not feeling emotionally fulfilled in her marriage, she will often stop having sex. This is one need in marriage that is not acceptable to get met elsewhere. In order to be successful at preventing affairs, we have to be aware of and able to navigate this difference between the needs among men and women. Criticism is the worst offender. That's true for all of us. And I'm just kicking in. This is where I say no judgment. No judgment. Don't judge what you don't understand. That's true for all of us, but it goes right to the core of a man's need for admiration. So the first step is working toward eliminating criticism of your partner. Notice and acknowledge his efforts. Even though a woman does not need a man for survival, she certainly needs him for the relationship to survive. So what does admiration look like in a marriage? This is a question best asked to the man 
in your life? I think many men might answer that feeling desired, sexual fulfillment, being responsive sexually, acknowledging the efforts and contribution he makes, and through action showing him why he's the man you chose to spend your life with. These gestures go a long way toward preventing affairs. So anyways, that was, to me, eye-opening because I'm guilty. I don't always stop and think about maybe what my husband's feeling. I mean, I might ask him about it. He may not want to talk about it. Everything's fine. I'm fine. You know, I think a lot of women understand that one. I'm fine. Um, and, you know, women don't quite understand how a man's brain works and they don't understand how ours does which is usually going in 2,000 different directions, trying to take care of a bunch of things. And I think us women, we multitask and we take on so much that we get frustrated when we see our significant other just sitting on the couch. And we might say, hey, why can't you just do this? Well, you just have to ask me. I shouldn't have to ask you. Nobody asks me. I just know to do it. And so I think a lot of tension will come through on that. And I just think, you know, it's communication. And we're all guilty of neglecting communication in a relationship. And uh, but it was but it was real interesting. And, you know, I appreciate that article. I mean, it's definitely an opinion. Um, It's good to know a little bit more on that man's side. And, you know, my last week, or my uh, previous midweek ponder talked about um, what makes a person bad in bed, you know, we had a guy's point of view of what he needs or what he feels is important to him. However, his was just focused on one of the five topics in that article, and that was the sexual desire. Now I want to read to you the story that Mike sent in about being the other guy. So what he wrote was, So I've been the other guy more than once. First time when I was about 20, I was hanging out with a married couple and the wife and I would harmlessly flirt. I learned later that no flirting is harmless. This went on for a few months with no clue that it would go further until one day I asked to borrow her lighter, which she then tucked in her bra and said if I wanted it to get it myself. So I did. The affair went on for a month or two. 20-some years ago, I don't remember exact timelines, until her husband found out because she wrote about it in her diary. Completely ended the friendship with him, which wasn't that big of a loss, and it was years before she talked to me again. Side note, they are still together. Number two was a waitress at a coffee shop I frequented. Again, flirting back and forth, pretty sure I knew she had a fiancé from the start, but I didn't let that stop me. She was the one who took us up to the next level. She ended it after we had sex the first time and admitted the affair to her fiancé. He threatened me after, but it was an empty threat. Sounds like the end, doesn't it? But no. About a year later, she broke it off with him and started dating me, which continued an on-and-off situation that lasted a couple of years. Did produce my firstborn from our time together, Although not together, I loved her to this day. He said love, but then put a D in parentheses. So loved her to this very day. Lastly, I know three. What a pig, right? We were in a volunteer group together and her husband. 
and became good friends by the end of the first meeting. She flirted with everyone, so I saw nothing special in her flirting with me. This went on for quite some time until one day she asked me after a party that they were all very drunk at if I wanted to kiss her that night. I said I did and thought the opportunity had passed until she kept bringing it up, so I went for it. The affair went on for about six months and I'm not really sure why it ended. Her husband, to my knowledge, never found out. They split a couple of years later. After our affair, she went on to many more. The only one who didn't know was her husband. Her and I drifted apart, and I still consider us friends, about 15 years later, but we never hang out anymore. So you might ask why. There are a few reasons. One being that I have a very intense fear of rejection, so I found flirting with married women easy because they are supposed to turn me down. And then he writes, so my fear of rejection by them, which I'm not certain if he meant a different word, maybe feeds my fear of rejection, not sure. Another reason, poor excuse, is the thrill of being with someone you are not supposed to be with. Sex was amazing, especially with the middle one. Definitely doesn't justify my participation, but if I could go back and change it, I still would not. I'm sure I could have gone into greater detail with all three, but I don't think it would do any more than make my story unnecessarily longer. So there we have it. A man's point of what he went through when he was being the other man. And he, you know, admitted the excitement, the um, knowing it's the wrong and the bad that sometimes it's adds a little something to it. And I it's not the first time I've heard this. Recently, I was talking with a former story uh, person who had sent in a story who um, recently decided to go into an open situation with his wife. They had been there years ago, and they were trying to work through things. And uh, he, you know, he, it's kind of, I'm trying to think of the right words to say, and I know he's listening to this. So um, I know he, he knows, um, I'm talking about him. Um, But anyways, it was easier or more exciting for him when he knew he was sneaking around, you know, when he was looking for the women wherever he decided to look for them, when she didn't know about it, it gave that extra thrill, that extra excitement. Um, And now that it's a little bit easier, the thrill is kind of diminished. I mean, no, he can still go do what he wants to do, but he's not being sneaky about it. And there is sometimes people have that need. And I'll admit I was that way as, you know, myself. Uh, It just kind of keeps you going. It makes you just more energetic and, um, you know, it's almost like I've never done drugs, but I imagine it's almost like that. It gives you some sort of an emotional high. So anyway, so I get what Mike was saying, and I certainly understand what this other gentleman was as well. So that is going to wrap up my tangent and my story today for Midweek Ponder. Thank you all for tuning in. If you're still here and you haven't deleted the episode after me going off on uh, what I went off on earlier, but you know what? Like I said, I'm not going anywhere, and I am here to fight 
for women to be able to express how they feel and say what they need to say because nobody else is willing to step up and help. So I am here. And if you don't like it, get the fuck out. And no, I haven't been drinking. This is just my mood. It's been the week from hell. But I love all you guys. And thank you so much. If you have a suggestion for a future uh, midweek ponder, shoot me an email. I actually sent out topics um, out on social media. So if you don't follow me on Facebook, look for me, Rebecca Adams. Um, Instagram, it's um, podcast raw truth. Twitter, I'm at raw female. Um, and then of course, Facebook, like I said, Rebecca Adams and uh, raw truth stories of female infidelity. And that way you can see what um, topics or questions that I put out. I typically put them on my page and I put them on groups within Facebook so I can get other people's thoughts. And then I talk about them on here. And I've got some coming up with friends with benefits. Um, I have a little story about a sex worker. Um, and I've got a bunch of more that I'll be posting soon. And the one today, so if you um, want to send me your thoughts on it, it was, what secret do you have that you don't want your parents to find out? And of course, we think about that when we're a kid, you know, I don't want my mom and dad to know about that. I was smoking a cigarette behind the shed. No, it's not just that. But as adults, there are things that maybe we do that we are worried how our parents might think or judge us. And so I started posting that out there. And um, I've got some great answers. And of course, everybody's always anonymous. I'll just run down the line. A lady said this, these are what they said, da, 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 da. And uh, it's just interesting to see, you know, even as adults, the fears that we have still from our own parents. So anyways, if you have some ideas um, about some topics, send me an email. If you have a story you want to share on the Raw Truth Stories of Female Infidelity regular podcast. So that would be if you're a woman who has cheated on her spouse or boyfriend um, and you have a story you want to share, let me know. Shoot me an email. I'll send you a story guide. It just helps form the story just so that I can read it easily uh, for the show. Um, and for Patreon, for my Patreon subscribers, um, those stories are of men who are working through what their wives did to them or girlfriends or partners if they were cheated on or if you're a man who would also like to just talk about why he stepped out of his marriage, uh, those are special bonus episodes that you can only hear as a Patreon subscriber. Um, but you can certainly submit your story. Everything comes to Rebecca.RawTruth at gmail.com. You can visit my website at RawTruthStoriesOfFemaleInfidelity.com. And uh, you can send me an email from there. You can listen to just the regular episodes, not the bonus ones, because you have to subscribe on my Patreon. It's a $3 a month pledge plus tax. Um, and you get two additional episodes a month plus early access and my blooper reels, which are on most of them, not all of them. And then also um, you can, oh, you can, from my website, you can actually subscribe from there. Just click on the Patreon link. So 
I hope I hear from somebody. If you have any comments, questions, concerns, shoot me an email. I respond to everybody. Hopefully it doesn't go into my spam box. Or you can always message me through social media, Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. And I always check my spam messages. So uh, if you're in there accidentally, I'll get back to you. Okay. But until then, stay happy and stay healthy. I just wish this COVID thing would go away. And uh, just remember, always remember, and this is what I talk about, no judgment. Goodbye.